Sentire Media. Ciao a tutti and welcome to Venice Talks, a podcast series about Venice in Italy. My name is Monica Cesarato and I am a Venetian food and travel blogger. I'm going to put my insider knowledge at your disposal to help you discover Venice at 360 degrees. Each week I will be chatting to the people who really matter, the Venetian. So follow me on the discovery of his artisans, writers, fashion designers, artists, glassmakers, bloggers and much, much more. Come to visit Venice the right and sustainable way. You can find me on my blog www.monicacesarato.com and also on all social media. Enjoy the episode! Welcome back to Venice Talks, episode number 37. Hi everybody and welcome back to Venice Talks. Today I'm very thrilled because I am so lucky that I get to interview my first museum in Venice. And today with me I've got Valeria Finocchi, the director of Museo Palazzo Grimani. Ciao Valeria, how are you? Ciao, ciao Monica, I'm fine, thank you. And I got to say, I told you before, uh, last time we spoke, and I'm so happy because of all the museum, yours is one of my favorite, but also you are my first interview as a museum for Venice, so I'm very happy to have you today. And me too, I'm very glad. Thank <laughs> you for, for asking us okay, to do so- this interview. First of all, let's explain. Can you give us a brief history of Palazzo Grimani? Yeah. Um, first of all, uh, um, I, I, have to te- I have to say that um, Museo di Palazzo Grimani is a statal museum, a public mm-hmm. museum belonging to Direzione Regionale Musei Veneto. Mm-hmm. And it is a, a young museum because we opened in 2008. Uh-huh. After, after almost 25 years of restoration. I stop you there one second. 2000 yeah. and year, 2008, I started my blog. So we oh, shared. Wow. Oh, I know. I, I, I like you even it's more It's a now. sign of, the, of, of heaven. I know, I know, I know. Carry on, sorry. Yeah, because, because the, this palace, this building was bought by, by the Italian state in 1981. Mm-hmm. And so after 25 years of restoration and some years of study, mm-hmm. um, the, uh, the museum opened in 2008. I, I was not here. Mm-hmm. I, I, I am the director from um, since the 2022, but I, okay. I, I've been working here from uh, 2017. As ah, okay. A, You've been here for a while, yes. And, Uh, the palace, the, the Palazzo Grimani, is uh, one of the most uh, singular palaces in Venice. Mm-hmm. It, was, uh, it was bought by Antonio Grimani from the Grimani family, which was uh, a noble family of the Serenissima Repubblica. Mm-hmm. Uh, was bought in the, at the middle, almost the middle uh, um, of the um, uh, 15th century. Mm-hmm. But, and it was... Uh, a very traditional building uh, mm-hmm. for, um, talking about about the traditional architecture Venetian architecture yeah yeah uh, but in the during the 16th century mm-hmm. it was restored and rebuilt um, taking as a model the, the uh, domus 
the Roman domus and the Roman palaces of the Renaissance. But it's something very particular in Venice because usually the other yeah, buildings don't the only one, the only one with this shape because usually the, the traditional architecture in Venice, the, 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 the building are building, uh, uh, they are rectangular with a, yeah. a very big uh, um, um, room. Yeah, the piano, the piano nobile. The and piano small nobile. rooms uh, yeah. on, the, on the two sides. Yeah. But uh, Palazzo Grimani in the 16th century became an, a building in a, that has um, um, a, a shape of, um, um, of the quadrato. Square, of a square. A square yes. Yeah, square shape with a courtyard inside. But it's so already very, par that's very particular this. already, the fact that he has a courtyard on the inside and an open yes. courtyard as well. Because usually in the, in the traditional buildings in Venice, the courtyard is a side. Yeah, or, or have a back, right? So like yeah, a, yeah, exactly. a garden or something. But yes. the, and this this uh, plan, this plan mm -hmm. of the building is the plan of the Roman shops, yeah. the, the, the villas uh, built in the 16th century in Rome, such as Palazzo Farnese, Palazzo mm -hmm. Sacchetti, Palazzo Altems, and so on. And, and this, this uh, characteristic um, um, it, Palazzo Grimani was the only building with, with this plan mm -hmm. and uh, until uh, the 17, the end of the 17th century in Venice. Mm -hmm. So it was an unicum. Uh -huh. So, um, Valeria, the, the reason why the palace uh, is so different, it comes from the Grimani family because yeah, the Grimani because family has a strong exactly. liaison exactly. with Rome, right? Yes, exactly. They were, they really loved the Roman culture says, mm -hmm. and with Roman and cal antique cultures, so Roman and Greek, antique Roman and Greek uh, culture, and the contemporary, their contemporary Roman culture. And uh, this is the reason why they, when they started to decorate uh, the building, mm -hmm. they decided to uh, call uh, and to um, ask to Roman artists to do this decoration. Ah. So not Venetian artists, but okay. Roman. Or, or artists that were not Roman, that didn't, uh, were not born in Rome, but that work in, uh, used to work in Rome uh, mm -hmm. for uh, so the they most, used... most of their life, such yeah, as so... Giovanni, Grim, uh, Giovanni da Udine. Okay, that's because they wanted the architects that used to use the Roman architecture styles and, no, but you know. don't, I don't, I, I'm not talking about architects because oh, okay. we don't have an architect for the oh. building uh, okay. for a long for for many years uh, the the, art, the architectural historians thought that the the architect should be uh, san micheli okay. but uh, michele san micheli but probably uh, we don't have an architect but and giovanni grimani which was the grandson of antonio grimani the man who both the building mm -hmm. uh, Giovanni Grimani the patriarch Giovanni Grimani uh, was the um, was the real architect because he was uh, in Italian we say dilettante di architettura that ah. means that uh, he was not an architect he was a priest he was a, a, a patriarch of Aquileia uh -huh. so he was a uh, he studied theo theology philosophy uh -huh. and, was, and he was a, a, a patrizio veneziano a noble mm -hmm. but he, he was very interested in architecture and so okay. 
probably uh, he decided how to build the new part of the building. Of course. And probably talking with or collaborating with several architects because okay. we have here some parts of the building that refers to Palladio architecture, Sansovino architecture, Serlio architecture. Okay. Uh, so probably maybe this, ar this architect work here for to to build for instance the oval staircase uh -huh. or yes. the um, porticos in the courtyard serlio but we are not sure that they mm -hmm. really work here uh, or is it possible that giovanni grimani knew their their um, I, uh, how can i say their um Loro, the loro theory, their theory about yeah. architecture and mm -hmm. their and, and their building and uh, is, uh, get inspiration from them. Mm -hmm. So that makes it makes a palazzo even more unique because it's yeah, not absolutely. just uh, uh, that is not your traditional Venetian style, but it's also yeah, a absolutely. mix of styles. And oh my God, I, I didn't know this part. I mean, because I knew the part about being, you know, uh, based on Roman architecture and, you know, it was so different, but I didn't realize it was uh, uh, such a, you know, in a way, respecting what, what Venice is, a multi ethnic kind yeah. of, you know, it's a multi ethnic uh, kind of building. Palazzo Grimani, it is it's a, a patchwork. patchwork. Yeah, that's you, fantastic. You don't, you, can, you don't feel it when you are inside. It, no. The first no. look, you don't feel it because it's very very um, coherent yes yes but if you if you if you look at the, the building for several years as we do yeah. because we stay here every day you you can you can uh, you can keep you can um, uh, you can recognize yes yes the signs. I mean I, I start spotting this kind of things not some in in some rooms, uh, there are some corridors that are different. There are like little alcoves that you don't have in other buildings in Venice. Uh, you have, uh, I don't know, yeah. just uh, some little things uh, and sometimes they're bigger things that, uh, I mean, yeah. even if you do not know about architecture, like me, I don't know nothing about architecture, you know, I'm very, I know very little, but you do feel it. You do see that uh, when you're walking in other buildings in Venice, it is complete it is different it is different um, but you were saying to me that uh, when you were referring about uh, the uh, different uh, style you you meant the sculptures right is that what you meant uh, when you when we were you were stopping me before um when you said the artist no no the sculpture no? are ancient refers to the roman and greek culture from the second century before christ to the third okay. century before christ so okay. because here there but this is the um this collection refers to giovanni grimani mm -hmm. uh, because he was a great collector of ancient uh, sculpture mm -hmm. and uh, um he decided to put this collection here inside mm -hmm. the museum. Inside, well, now it's a museum. It was in his museum. home. In his home, yeah. Yeah. But before that, this uh, Giovanni Grimani and his brother Vettore Grimani, that after uh, died, that died very early, mm -hmm. 
decided started to decorate with frescoes and stuccos mm -hmm. some uh, some um, rooms mm -hmm. uh, and so they call first at first they call um, uh, an, an artist that uh, is called Giovanni da Udine Mm -hmm. which was born in Udine, uh, which is um, in uh, Friuli, mm -hmm. but uh, he worked uh, for all, all his life long, all, all his life long, uh, almost, uh, in the Bottega di Raffaello, in Raffaello Bottega. Ah, in okay. So he, but he, he, was, mm, he, he was not a collaborator, he was, uh -huh. um, how can I say, he was... Uh, quite at the same level mm. of Raphael mm -hmm. because Raphael used to paint the, the stories mm -hmm. and Giovanni Daudine used to create the decoration so when oh. you look at uh, when you look at the decoration of Stanze Vaticane in uh -huh. uh, in, uh, in the Vatican Palace uh -huh. uh, you see there are some there are frame painted mm -hmm. uh, with frescoes or frame made of stuccos mm -hmm. and this part belongs to Giovanni da Udine okay. the, the, okay. the parts that are, that show a story mm -hmm belongs to Raphael and okay. Giovanni Daudine was a great decorator mm -hmm. and for uh, unfortunately uh, nowadays uh, well nowadays not 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 a lot but until some uh, decades uh, ago mm -hmm. uh, the artists their art history used used to uh, judge uh, uh, the decorator uh, The, the, the artists that uh, make that used to the make frames. all the creation yeah. in um, in a in, in a lower yeah. way than uh, the the real artists that, of that used to paint stories. Um, uh -huh. So Giovanni da Udine was uh, um, a little bit uh, forgotten uh, during the centuries, uh, as mm -hmm. but in the in the at the beginning at the end of the 15 at the beginning of the 17th uh, 16th century mm -hmm. he was great artist artist yeah of yeah, course he was he was known by everyone so for and him he, for, for him to have come to venice yeah, and did the work for grimani he came to, he came to venice because uh, rafael died in 1520 mm -hmm. and then in, in 1527 there was the sacco di roma Mm -hmm. That mm, when the Lanzikenecki, I don't know how to say Lanzikenecki. I think we leave it uh, with that. Yeah. <laughs> no, my uh, Lanzikenecki, okay. so the German came to Rome and they destroyed the city, the Pope uh, go yeah. away. Yeah. Took and, everything uh, away. After, and so all the artists that used to work in Rome, uh, and the, most of, of them uh, used to work with Raphael, mm -hmm. uh, decided to go away. Mm -hmm. to go out from Rome and Giovanni da Udine came back in Veneto and Friuli area mm -hmm. and so the Grimani decided to call him to uh -huh. make this decoration because he was famous because he was the the most the, the most the, the the best artist yes. uh, for Stucco's decoration mm -hmm. and is uh, him that did the tribuna then No, 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 no. Ah, that's another he, artist. Decorated to Camerini, Camerino di Callisto, Camerino di Apollo. Camerino okay. di Apollo was decorated by Giovanni da Udine, that made the decoration, and uh, Francesco Salviati, that 
paint the stories about uh, Apollo and Marcias. Okay, so let's talk about the Tribuna. What yes. is the Tribuna Grimani? That yeah. is the, the most, icon- Grimani, your so most this iconic The first room. decoration refers to the first half of the 15th, uh, sorry, 16th century. Mm-hmm. But in the second half of the 16th century, Giovanni da- Grimani um, decided to enlarge the building and create this new room that was created especially and uh, directly mm-hmm. to uh, host the most important part of the collection. Mm-hmm. So the particular, the, 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 the main characteristic of this room is that architecture mm-hmm. was created uh, in function of the, the sculpture. So every every part of the architectural decoration because the room is completely uh, decorated with the marbles yeah so and little, ni- columns, a, a little ni- niches yes yeah the, the exactly niches, yeah every part is uh, became um support i don't know how to say in english yeah, support, support uh, yeah support. support for the statue or for a, a, a sculpture yeah that means could be a statue a, a big statue small statue a head a, por- a, a portrait yeah or something yeah, like exactly. that and he he, he is uh, am i wrong in saying that he's inspired by uh the um oh my god i got a moment the pantheon. <laughs> the pantheon in rome yes exactly there are the two models are the pantheon mm-hmm. which is which was probably the the most used model uh, in the renaissance time mm-hmm. from the roman architecture um, and uh, the sacristia nuova di san lorenzo by michelangelo Bonarotti. okay so the characteristic of this room is that first of all is now that is back to his glory because yeah many, many years unfortunately the uh, all the statues were missing but now it's finally no back. no they were not missing no no i mean missing from a room yeah 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 <laughs> because <laughs> Giovanni Grimani, at the end of his life decided to donate the, the collection to the serenissima repubblica so the statues after, after his death uh, were uh, were moved from palazzo grimani to san Ma- san mark mm-hmm. to the libreria marciana yeah no no they i I knew they were missing. <laughs> yeah. No, no, but I was just, they remained there, but they moved from Libreria to Palazzo Ducale, and then Napoleon bring some of them to Paris, but then they came back. They have a great story, story mm-hmm. but then they stayed there, not here. Mm-hmm. But in 2019, we, uh, this, we, the, our, yeah, the city. My director decided yeah. to bring them back uh, here in Palazzo Grimani. And so and the think, Tribuna uh, now is full of... Uh, I know, and it's amazing. But I think also, uh, apart from that, all the, the status uh, is, uh, is incredible. I think the most uh, um, out- iconic part yeah. of a room is the rape of Ganymede yes. and uh, uh, the hanging. And I think it's... Uh, it's just amazing. Yeah. Um, and it was meant to be there as well? Was it Absolutely, to... yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It, the, the rape of Ganymede is in the, sa- in the same position of the 15th cent- the 16th century. Wow. Well, is... Giovanni Grimani decided to put it. Okay. Uh, and uh, it was one of the few, very few uh, pieces of the collection that uh, arrived here in Palazzo Grimani uh, from the beginning, so from 2008. Okay. So the, the tribuna was empty until mm-hmm. 2019, 
except from uh, uh, except from the rape of Ganinede was which was still there mm-hmm. in the center of the ceiling. So how and you as it, a director? And obviously, yeah. you were in director when it happened, but you were still in the in the museum. So yeah. how exciting was it when finally all of the statues were oh, in yeah. place? Did you guys cry or something? I mean, no, no, but, no, how no but I explained to you why. I, I, I tell every time that I, um, I feel a little bit of envy to people. Mm-hmm. Sono invidiosa. Yeah, yeah, you're envy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. Uh, yeah. To people that came here maybe for the first time and see the tribuna with all the statues for the first time because I don't, I didn't see this i see the uh, all the process ah, and okay. so i didn't have the possibility of of seeing yeah. the tribuna with all the statues from for the first time i see okay. the tribuna uh, filling up filling, filling up. up okay so, yes uh, well um, i can tell you that uh, before um, moving the statues we were a little bit afraid because uh, we didn't know the, the final effect. effect. Uh-huh, of course. And we were afraid that the final effect would be mm, not much. so, will not match with the taste of yeah. the contemporary visitors. Of course, yes. But, um, but fortunately, uh, we, it was not like this. Uh, it, it's amazing. People, people, the visitors, when, when, they, when, when a, a person enters in the tribuna, Uh, they always remain uh, without, uh, without wars. Uh. Uh, I know, I can tell you. I mean, I've been visiting the, 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 the museum before uh, you restored the OV. Uh, yeah. And all of a sudden I walked in and I went, oh my God. And I was, the only thing I was upset is because I had people before me and the people behind me. So I had to be quick about it. And I wish I, wish I came on a day when there was nobody around. <laughs> But yeah. it was amazing. It really yeah. was. Yeah, and one it's one of the the my, oh, it's one of my favorite moments uh, during my job uh, when I when I do some vi- visits or guide tours. Uh, uh, the, the moment when they enter in the tribuna is always yeah. <laughs> very it exciting is. for us. It is. It is. I've been in the Pantheon and. You We do have the same. It is uh, you get the same feeling. I mean, apart from obviously the ceiling of thankfully <laughs> you don't have water coming in. It's um, <laughs> a good thing about it. But the light, the the, the, the game of light that you have inside. Yeah. Uh, Can I is... explain this? Uh, of course. The, um, the, of course. The reason why the rape of Ganymede is was put there, uh, and also the reason why there is a a, a window up mm. to the. The statue because the, the the ceiling the the vault is open mm-hmm. with a with a window with a mm-hmm. lanterna mm-hmm. so the, the light enters from the top of the mm-hmm. room and this has had and has two uh, meanings and two function uh-huh. a symbolical function and a practical function the practical one is that and Giovanni Grimani knew the knew that that the um, the light came in from the top mm-hmm. is the best light to illuminate sculpture of course this is not this is not the same with paintings mm-hmm. absolutely 
but for sculpture is the best light. So he knew this because Sebasti Sebastiano Serlio uh, wrote it in his uh, in, uh, books of architecture. And uh, he decided to open this window on the top of the room. Mm -hmm. But it has also um, a symbolical meaning mm -hmm. because the light in every culture, I, I think, of the world and of the centuries is related with God. Mm -hmm. So uh, in, in Palazzo Grimani, starting from the rooms that are before the tribuna in that uh, part of the square mm -hmm. from Camarondono, there was uh, like a path, mm -hmm. like a, um, a symbolical path with, with many um, content that is too, is too difficult to explain here, but mm -hmm. related to uh, theology and yeah. philosophy uh, and to the way uh, in which the soul mm -hmm. of people could reach God mm -hmm. um, looking at beauty. Is a mm -hmm. neo uh, neoplatonian uh, mm -hmm. reflection. Mm -hmm. So uh, the 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 end of this uh, path was the tribuna, and so the soul look at the rape of Ganymede, which is Jove Zeus that rape Ganymede, so a god that rape a man, mm -hmm. such as God rape our soul and bring uh, bring it to the light to heaven. Wow. This is the, the meaning, I, I, is, is shortly, yeah. uh, shortly described because yeah. it's very complex, but this of is course. the meaning of this uh, part of, the, of wow. the, the palace and uh, of the um, position of the Rape of Ganymede in the room. Of course. And that's what's interesting about, also about this palace, that every single niche, every single corner, every single wall of, of, or ceiling is actually got a second meaning. Uh, yeah. It is full of references, not, yes, I mean, exactly. me, if I'm wrong, also esoterical stuff, because I think they yes, were... Yes, exactly. Okay. Okay. And we didn't, and we didn't <laughs> just now, just now, Valeria, yeah. Valeria just now went like, oh, wow, I said it right. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so that's, uh, I think of us, uh, is Palazzo Grimani, for me, is one of the buildings in Venice that must be visited, in my opinion, with a guide. Because uh, even if you come and you visit it on your own, it's beautiful, but there are so many yes, hidden you're right things to discover that makes it so extra special but for me personally I met I did it on my own and then I was lucky enough to do it with a guide and all of a sudden I look at it in totally different way and yeah. I at the first time I saw it I liked it don't get me wrong I loved it but uh, you know I didn't really understand it once I did it with a guide all of a sudden it was oh my god this is my favorite museum in Venice definitely because it's a home as well. It wasn't, it's not just a museum. I think and this is the reason why it's a place that it's, you have to visit more than one time. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Coming back here, you, you, you always discover something new. Exactly. You, always, you can always reach something, some, con some new content. Mm -hmm. um, 
And so uh, we have a lot of visitors that came here. They wrote so, it in the book. Uh, uh, how, many visitors get, how many visitors do you get per year, more or less? Uh, well, uh, this is a great question because uh, we, we, this number changed a lot from mm -hmm. the... Before from and after the pandemic, right? No, no, no. Before oh. the, um, the tribuna with the statues. Ah, okay. But that... It's it was almost the pandemic because the, we we opened the tribuna with the statues in in the in May 2019 uh -huh. and in November we we got the aqualta yeah. the aqualta and we remained closed for one month and, and did you get did you get a lot of, did you get a lot of damages with the aqualta yes. downstairs yes, oh, yes. Did, okay. it was a, a very very worse period bad okay. period absolutely okay. A very bad moment, mm -hmm. and and then the the, the pandemic COVID. arrives, yeah, and so we 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 close for a lot of months, and when we were open, we had these uh, rules, so we could not have a lot of visitors yeah. inside. Of so course. probably the first year in that we can now uh say uh it's a good year to, mm -hmm. to know how many visitors we have is 2022 okay we had almost six thousand sixty thousand visitors fifty seven thousand okay and uh in 2009 and in 2018 mm -hmm. we had uh, 22 thousand wow yes Okay, yes. so guys, to whatever you listen, when I'm saying to you that Venice is not just the Doge's Palace in Rialto. Yes, and, uh, absolutely. Please, uh, please, please. Uh, I mean, museums like Palazzo Grimani are have a real hidden gems. Forget about what uh, a lot of other people say to you. Oh, you know, we need a gem and then they, oh, they show you like uh, <laughs> Doge's Palace. Okay, now. Palazzo Grimani is a real hidden gem, but it's not so hidden because then no. you had VIPs coming to visit you, haven't yes. you? Okay. Can we do some name dropping? Of oh, the most well, we had, Mike, had? Jag Mike Jagger. Yeah, Mick Jagger. I know. Oh. I remember the picture and I was like, oh my God. See, I, I was never here. Oh, darn. Never. I okay. I didn't meet anybody. Live. Because okay. they, now, they came, now as a they director. Always, they, they always came in Sunday. <laughs> I'm, I'm not here during Sunday. Well, you and should, they, but... Because they didn't say before. Oh, they don't tell uh, you before. They just No, up. no. They came here. <gasps> Beautiful. With, Fantastic. With, with friends. Or, uh, and so I was not here. I was here. I, I met, uh, well, probably your... your Your, your your friends don't, don't know I uh, I met uh, Giorgione you know the cook uh, from oh. Gambero Rosso okay. Uh, okay but I love him so I was very happy and <laughs> um, but Chiara Ferragni okay came, some some influencers uh, okay so Chiara um, Ferragni came And yeah. she didn't tell everybody to sh the people should come and visit uh, Palazzo Grimani. She, she make a story in, on Instagram. And uh, that's it. About uh, uh, see, yeah. see, these influencers yeah. that don't understand that they need to do a post, not just a story. It <laughs> disappears. You need to you need to write an article about it. We need to get people to talk about you guys. Listen, I got a question for you. So you also do a lot of temporary exhibitions. Yes. So. This is a complicated question. Mm. How important is the relationship between the artist 
the artist intervention, the environment like Palazzo Grimani and the public that comes. Because of course, uh, the exhibitions are about contemporary artists. It will not be about, obviously, uh, they are not classical artists. So how important is for Palazzo Grimani to choose the right uh, artist? How do you choose the right artist as well? Well, I know um, it's complicated, but you know, yeah, I can give you a complicated well, I can say that we don't, usually we don't choose, mm -hmm. we don't look for. Okay. Uh, uh, we, we 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 receive um, request yeah proposal mm -hmm. and uh, we uh, we choose uh, uh, thinking about the uh, the best uh, thinking about how how this project relate with the space okay uh, but um, for instance, uh, uh, with the Basilix exhibition, mm -hmm. which, that was amazing. Yeah, th that project. Uh, um, how can I say? Um, flow mm -hmm. and uh, si è, develop together with. Uh, Gagosian collection, uh, Gagosian um, uh, gallery, and mm -hmm. uh, the Baselitz team. Uh, so we we didn't have a project from him. We decided to make something together. Okay. And then the project creates uh, itself. Nice. I like this. But okay. uh, we have this collab. We we continue this collaboration with the Gagosian collection, and mm -hmm. usually they propose to us. Artists, artists. And then we 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 try to um, to um, create a, an exhibition that uh, with the contemporary works of art that um, that uh, dialogue with the creation mm -hmm. and the space of Palazzo Grimani. Have you got that? Sometimes uh, we. Uh, sometimes we we had the possibility of uh, making ex an exhibition uh, which is uh, which was not planned but mm -hmm. uh, which uh, fortunately is uh, good for us uh, for, mm -hmm. the, for this space and then we say okay yes it, it, we don't have um, a, a real um, uh, we don't have rules so. okay can i just say you're actually in line with what the building is all about since the building didn't have any rules <laughs> So, no, so can you repeat that? I said that you're actually following the philosophy of a building. The building didn't have Yes, <laughs> yes. So you're exactly. actually exactly yes. the same. Yes. And this is that's the, what Grimani this is, would have done. Yeah, and this is the the, the this is the um, uh, the sentence that always my director, the director of Direzione Regionale Musei Veneto, yeah. which is Daniele Ferrara, yeah. uh, said uh, talking about Palazzo Grimani because he, he is very um, he has a great affection with Palazzo Grimani because he mm -hmm. was the director before, before uh -huh. me and he was the, fun, the, the art historian that uh, studied Palazzo Grimani mm -hmm. before the opening in 2008 mm -hmm. so he's, he's, he's we always we oh of course we, we I always uh, told to him uh, when I have to to decide something of course of course um and is he is he um he is very um how can I say 
this is one of his best sentence to say that Palazzo Grima, the, the way the, the our um, program, our project with the uh, artist, uh, contemporary art exhibition or exhibition now is the same. Uh, we say mutatis mutandis is mm -hmm. the same way of uh, thinking about art and creation and production, art production that they Grimani had. In his mind. Uh, it's amazing. This is, this is actually fantastic because, uh, you know, it's not easy to three, four hundred years later to be able to, to do exactly the same thing. So another, the last thing I want to talk about that I think uh, you are great and this regards me in particular is I think uh, Palazzo Grimani should get number one for your social media because oh, you're really you. you're really good at it you really you don't are... have to talk with me but okay listen as a director yeah uh, the compliments go to I, the director I, I, I have pass to, to your... okay I you have pass to it. say that in Palazzo here in Museo, Museo di Palazzo Grimani I have a great staff uh a re really great staff uh, because we are a few few people but they work very well so if we do something good uh, it's not because of me only because of me but because of me and my staff okay. and marco mazzocco is my the colleague that follow the the social media, social media especially tweet uh, instagram and facebook and now especially instagram we are focusing on instagram but you do twitter media. but you do twitter very well as well but i, I got to say yeah twitter, and valeria twitter. ferraro and my colleague valeria ferraro uh fo follow the twitter um, because uh, uh valeria you have to understand that twitter in italy is so underestimated but abroad, but at the end of the day, uh, you want to also, you want mainly <laughs> uh, foreign people to come to see you. Abroad, Twitter is, is used much more and in a much more, uh, can I say, Twitter is for cultural people, is a journalist, is a, you know, is a media, is a people that, you know, uh, people interested in art. And so many other museums don't use Twitter and I think it's so wrong. I mean, Instagram, fantastic. I will tell her and she will be very, very happy. happy because yeah. she is following Twitter very well. Uh, I, I cannot, uh, in this moment, for me, it's very difficult to uh, work on the field of the social media. But you shouldn't, they, you shouldn't, but you shouldn't. You're busy being a director. So they, they are, they, they are really selfish in this and they work very well. We, are, we, we, are, we, we, I can say that we uh, decided to, um, I don't know how to say in English, approfittare, do you know? Take advantage, to take advantage. Uh, yeah, to take advantage of the lockdown period. Yeah, you did. To um, enforce our presence on social media. And then we really think about how to use them differently. Exactly. And we, I think that we we made we made a great uh, job. You did well. You see, the point is with social media is that lots of people don't understand. And I'm talking about when it should be used in this case. Is the word media was supposed to be communication? Social yeah. media is to communicate. And we were talking about it, me and you the other day about this. That my goal. Uh, with a podcast was to educate people, to show people through the talks, uh, how much more there is to do in Venice, because the only way, personally, I think that we can change the tide of numbers of people coming into the city and maybe to still have big numbers, but people staying for longer and then investing in the city is to educate. 
And social medias can be used to educate, should be used to educate. But right now, most of the people use them for stupid things when instead, you know, uh, uh, like you do, you do your beautiful videos, you do your, you, you write beautiful uh, posts on, on, on Facebook and uh, you do write beautiful things also on, on Twitter. This is how you change people, you educate. So as you can spread bad, uh, bad news and fake news, then also you can spread the good, right? Yeah. And can I um, t- tell just one more yeah, thing? Yeah, of course, of course. Uh, we are now uh, working a lot uh, cons- uh, considering the time that we could uh, dedicate to this, but we are really, really working and want to work on the field of inclusion and accessibility. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's yeah. very important. And okay. this is also um, a, a, prog- a program that I'm very interested in, and I think because I think that nowadays uh, museum could not absolutely um, didn't uh, be accessible to See, yes, of course, the most of the the, the 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 people. Okay, and so we are we are now. Um, thinking about our barriers. Okay. And how to. But in Venice, uh, but in Venice is already a, a double problem. It's yeah. Not a basic yeah. problem. It's a We're huge problem. About physical barriers, yeah. but we yeah. we don't think about only to to that, but also to sense uh, sensorial barriers. Yes, or, I was uh, gonna ask you. So it's not just about the accessibility as no. in disabled accessibility. No. You're talking about also for blind people and blind other people, kind. deaf people, uh, yes, people with. Uh, um, cognitive uh, yes, problems. That's fantastic. Uh, also, foreign people, uh, people from other cultures, and fantastic, so, fantastic. Yeah, Listen, this one um, of my uh, pallino, we said in yeah, time. one of your goals, one of your missions, right. one of your uh, yeah. you know, <laughs> yeah, right, right. Listen, uh, the last question, um apart from asking you another couple of things after so whatever but very quickly so one last thing is it uh, uh, if people want to come and visit Palazzo Grimani is it possible for them to buy uh, sorry to book a guided tour or do they have to do it with uh, private guides we don't do we don't have um, a service of guided tour because we are not enough okay so uh, when people came some groups ask usually Mm -hmm. groups uh, uh, if we if there is the possibility we do them we do guided tours but mm-hmm. it, it's not so easy uh, but we do guided tours during some special events or special mm-hmm. days such as mm-hmm. festa dei musei or uh, or like a, uh, in a couple of days you're gonna have an art night and art night yes you're gonna be open no, we, yeah, to, no we, we create for art night we create a, um, a game with the Querini Stampaglia Museum oh nice but it's cool, so oh, cool, nobody cool. can can uh, now can uh, so it's full at, uh, yeah yeah of we, course we sell all the tickets. Oh my God! That's good. We we and when when some and some if somebody asks us we we can uh, we can uh, how can I say yeah. suggest uh, some guides, guides that, uh, we have specialized yeah but we don't suggest as uh, we don't have any collaborate we had yeah, some yeah. collaboration with some uh, guides groups yes um, but. We don't. We don't. Um, 
how can I say, we don't have a specific, specific uh, guidance. Yeah, yeah, no, yes. of course, of course. But yes. if somebody asks you, say, look, you can yeah, refer because, to this uh, group and then they cannot do it uh, because everybody Fantastic. should be able to come here. Of course, of course. Okay, last thing, where uh, your website and your social medias, please. Okay, uh, nowadays we don't now we don't have a website of the museum. Okay, we are do, we are creating it. Okay, and there is a website of the Direzione Regionale Museo Veneto, and okay. on that website there is the the page of Palazzo Grimani with all the information. So okay, but I, I, I will put after in the in yeah. the podcast. Okay, okay. So in there there are all the. Um, uh, information about the, the, the palace, about the tickets, yeah. and so on. Mm -hmm. uh, but we are we are now uh, projecting the new website of the museum Good. that will be paid with the PNRR uh, fund. Ah, fantastic! Okay. Yes. <laughs> Good. And uh, <clears throat> so that that will be a, a real uh, website. We also with the content uh, mm -hmm. images and so on. Fantastic. Uh, for the social, the social media, we have uh, the Facebook account, mm -hmm. which is just Palazzo Grimani, mm -hmm. because it was created before the before we, it was created not by the museum by um, the private. Um, how can I say the the service aggiuntivi? Yes, of course, for people very used then, to run. Yeah. And after we took the page and we started yeah. to. Uh, work on it yeah exactly so the name is Palazzo Grimani but the name of the museum correctly is Museo di Palazzo Grimani mm -hmm. and uh, on Instagram is Museo di Palazzo Grimani and on Twitter is Museo di Palazzo Grimani okay Valeria what can I say I'm so happy she was so worried because she was very worried about her English and I got to say Valeria no. you are one of the people that spoke the best English ever on this podcast yeah it's a miracle okay. no <laughs> no no ah but somebody put his head on my on my head and decided to <laughs> you know you did fantastic thank you so much and thank you so much for giving me the time now because i know you're very very busy thank and you. i can't wait no, to thank you. but next time i come i want to meet you there because okay i want to have a tour with a director and uh guys as i repeat uh, uh palazzo museo di palazzo grimani is an amazing place and trust me you very rarely queue so that's another add-on okay is never really that packed so only until this podcast will go out and then it will become very famous <laughs> But it's actually a fantastic place to go and to really soak up art in Venice. Thank you again, Valeria. And I'll speak to you Thank soon. You. Okay. Ciao, ciao. Thank you. Bye. Ciao. Ciao, Monica. Oh, what a beautiful, interesting chat with Valeria. You can find uh, Palazzo Grimani website by writing Palazzo Grimani. And then you can find me on Facebook as Palazzo Grimani and on the rest of the social medias as Museo di Palazzo Grimani. Thank you again for listening. If you want to book a food tour or a cooking experience with me, you can find me on my blog www.monicacesarato.com or at cookingvenice.com and also on all social medias with the handle at Monica Cesarato and at cookingvenice. Feel free to leave a comment or write to info at monicacesarato.com for more information about the people featured in the podcast or Venice. Bye-bye! Sentire Media 
Hey, podcast producers and show hosts. Do you want to join a podcast network that celebrates all things Italian? At Sentiri Media, we understand the allure of Italy and its unique culture. Our devoted team of hosts and producers are all driven by their shared passion for Italy. And we work tirelessly to create the best lifestyle podcasts and content that will whisk you away to the very heart of Italy. With us, you can savor the mouth-watering flavors, get lost in the stories from the past, break down the cultural barriers, and truly immerse yourself in the vibrant traditions of this intoxicating country. If you have a great podcast idea or are already in production and would like to join Sentire Media, head over to sentiremedia.com, that's S-E-N-T-I-R-E media.com, and find out how to submit your show.